That is, is that? the biggest can I've ever seen in my life. It's a growler. But it's a can. It's a can. They can it there. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Have you ever seen this before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is this a big thing in Portland? Yeah, well, actually, the first spot I ever saw it was in La Grande, Oregon. Really? I've yeah. never seen giant it's cans. Like a new, like, Are you going to pop it? Yeah, we're going to have to. Oh. oh. That's a good one. It's squashed in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, Jonathan. How's the juicy gem? It's good. It's smooth. You might actually like that. I don't know. It smells hoppy. No, it's... Actually, super it's smooth. It's pretty juicy. <laughs> I don't, I want to say I don't hate it. Let me try it again. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Brecken. And we're doing our St. Patty's Day special. <laughs> and we're, uh, we're trying out... The juicy gem beer that uh, Stephanie brought for us, and uh, it's, it's a brewed here in Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, from and Jim Dandy. From Jim Dandy Brewery. Jim Dandy Brewery, and it's called the Juicy Gem. And so we. It thought, is a brewery that Jonathan and I have been trying to go to since it opened. Like I don't know how many, like Last about a year. Yeah, about a year ago. But we can't ever seem to. It's, it wouldn't be appropriate to go at lunchtime. Perhaps. No, I don't think they're, <laughs> they're not, not even, they're not even open. Damn it. <laughs> not even open at lunchtime. She's like, clearly we haven't got to Hint, hint, open for lunch. <clears throat> no. We need to go out on a date night to Jim Dandy one night, and then we can get. <laughs> so in honor of the upcoming holiday, St. Patrick's Day, we are celebrating with the Juicy Gem beer. Yep. And we're going to talk about Lucky Gemstones. Yep. So... And maybe we should pause for like 10 minutes and get a little more of the beer under our nose. And then it'll be a great episode. <laughs> we'll have to post a picture of the size of this can of beer. We didn't drink all of it. It's not done. Well, I, I guess the show is not done, but there's no way we're going to consume all that in like 30 minutes. What? It's only... 32 like ounces. Every minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we thought it was fitting, the juicy gem. Yeah. yeah. For St. Patrick's Day. So we thought we'd start with the color green, because since green is the color of St. Patrick's Day. I. <laughs> Are you a pirate? <laughs> that was my Irish accent. <laughs> Wow, we're going down. <laughs> you should really? probably cut that. <laughs> probably not. I <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Green gemstones. Green gemstones. Well, of course, the number one green gemstone, emerald. Right, but uh, we think I should. We should talk about. The idea of green is that, you know, green gemstones are supposed to bring, help you bring a richness of life and channel the energy of abundance. And that green gemstones are believed to help you balance your emotions and awaken you to the lessons of your heart. 
Uh, so green stones are supposed to represent the color of nature and the color of life. They represent renewal, harmony, and balance. Uh, green is also the color of growth, obviously the color of spring, mm-hmm. which we are in. Hopefully having Hopefully. soon. I'm so sick um, of the snow. Which brings new beginnings and fresh new starts. So they will revive your body with a renewed life force energy and also promote serenity, life force peace. Energy. Whoa. Yeah. Deep. deep. So promote serenity, peace, wisdom, and health and can also be used to attract wealth and invite more money and prosperity. Therefore, lucky. So lucky. So lucky. It's also, you know, Emerald Isle, Ireland. Right. There you go, with the green. Jade's supposed to be... Jade is supposed to be super lucky. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to get that when you're born. Yeah, so Jade has a lot. So Jade protects you from harm and infuses your life with luck. The original energy muse piece, the prosperity necklace, is made of green jade beads and three Chinese coins tied with red string. This is also a piece that prompted the start of our business, but... Jade stones are said to bring answers to your problems, so hold them when you're in need of solutions. Meditate and wear these green crystals to bring inner peace and wisdom. Use jade stones in your wealth crystal grid or for heart chakra healing. Giving a jade stone to a child is said to bring health, wealth, and longevity throughout his or her life. Yeah. Give jade to babies. Now, when I was researching, you know, lucky gemstone, I was trying to find any stories of like super lucky stones throughout history or anything like that. And I couldn't find anything. I just found stories about really unlucky stones, which I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> the that. next episode. Maybe that's the next episode. But um, it seems to me that all gemstones have some element of luck associated with them. For sure. And that luck comes mostly from birthstones. Or what you would perceive to be your birthstone, because there's a million different particular stones for any person. And types of birthstones. And types of birthstones. Do you know your lucky gemstone? Do you? No. No. I I mean, it changes depending. So a lot of people say the luckiest gemstone for an individual is their birthstone. So over the ages, people have always associated probably most closely to... Their birthstone, which, you know, goes way back, which we can talk about another time. But mostly I think what we're going to talk about today is this astrological birthstones. Right. So originally each month had a gemstone associated with it. And in order to get the full powers of that gemstone, you had to wear it during that month. So in January, you were supposed to wear a garnet. In February, you were supposed to wear an amethyst. And you weren't supposed to wear them outside of their month. But during that month, you got the enhanced powers from those gemstones, unless it was your birthstone. So if you were born in February, and you wanted to wear an amethyst all the time, you could. But if it wasn't your birthstone, then you couldn't wear it all the time, only during this specific month. Right. To get the luckiness from it. The powers. The powers. The Not powers. just the luckiness, but the, the powers. Yeah, so I found this cute little poem that was written like in the 1800s about all the different uh, birthstones or zodiological gems, actually. So they're, they're associated with Aquarius, Pisces, Aries. Everyone knows what you are. So um, here we go. The garnet. This is for Aquarius. If you would cherish friendship true in Aquarius, well, you'll do to wear this gem of warmest hue, the garnet. 
So <clears throat> if you want to cherish friendships in January, well, January and February, you'll hit up the Garnet, right? Yeah. Pisces, the amethyst. From passion and from care kept free shall Pisces' children ever be who wear so all the world may see the amethyst. Whoa. Oh, okay. So Pisces, wear your amethyst. Aries, the bloodstone. Who on this world of ours his eyes in Aries opens shall be wise if always on his hand there lies a bloodstone. There you go. What is a bloodstone? A bloodstone is, it's like a green opaque stone that's speckled with red. Mm-hmm. The iron causes the red. It was thought to represent also the blood of Christ. Taurus, the sapphire. If on your hand the stone you bind, you and Taurus born will find. Twill cures diseases of the mind. <laughs> the sapphire. Diseases of the mind. Diseases of You're the mind. You're not a Taurus. How is that lucky? I, it are cures them. Tor- are Tauruses known to be crazy? Except when they wear sapphire? Uh, kinda. Wait, who's Taurus? Oh, my mom. Taurus. <laughs> you probably should cut that. No, it's okay. We all know it. <laughs> Gemini. The agate. Gemini's children health and wealth command and all the ills of age withstand who wear their rings on either hand of agate. Agate for the Geminis, the twins. Cancer, the emerald. If born in cancer's sign, they say your life will joyful be always. If you take with you on your way an emerald. That wasn't their best work. No. But anyway, (laughs) wear your emerald. My turn. All right, Leo. The onyx. When youth to manhood shall have grown, under Leo lorn and lone, twill have lived but for this stone, the onyx. That means you'll only live if you wear an onyx if you're Leo. Something like that. Is that that what it sounds like? Yeah. Gosh, that stone is really lucky. It keeps you alive. All right, Virgo, Carnelian. Success will bless where'er you go through Virgo's sign if only you place on your hand her own gem true, Carnelian. Libra, this is me. This is me. Well balanced. She's already read this. So she knows. I know. She this knows. is me. All right. The chrysolite. Hashtag Peridot. Through Libra's sign, it is quite well to free yourself from evil spell, for in her gem, success doth dwell, the chrysolite. Wow, that was one of the better ones. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> that's that's why, why we're reading these. Poem. We're reading all 12 just for yours. <laughs> so when you told me the Libra's was Peridot, I got all pissed off, didn't I? I was like, what the hell, the Peridot? Because I like Opal. And tourmaline so much. Yeah. My modern birthstones. Right. But remember in the Peridot episode? Yeah, When I liked. kept saying, everybody's given this stone a bad rap. It's like my mind knew You're meant I was meant for Peridot. Yeah. So I need one. I didn't get one in Tucson. You didn't. We didn't find anything. We didn't, we didn't look. We didn't have time. Go team. Next year. <sighs> next year. All right. What's oh, next? Okay. Ooh, Scorpio's next. The barrel, also known as emerald. 
<laughs> or Aqua, or or, yeah. or Heliodor, yeah. or yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. Scorpio, the barrel. Through Scorpio, this gem so fair is that which every one should wear, or tears of sad repentance bear. Oh, the barrel. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, that is sad. Well, this shit is not. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> this is not to be explicit. taken explicit. Just beep that out. This should not be taken lightly. In medieval times, it's pretty serious. Stuff. It was pretty serious stuff. Right. Right. You wear it or you die. Basically, like the <laughs> Leo almost, said, all on of all of them. <laughs> I feel like Carol's the only one that's like happy. <laughs> well, Garnet, Garnet was good too. Yeah. Sagittarius, the topaz. Who first comes to this world below under Sagittarius should know that their true gem should ever show a topaz. Mm. And Capricorn. This, is, this is me. Let's see. Oh, you got the ruby, which I was kind of t- yeah. perturbed at too. <laughs> which I do wear. You do wear a ruby. Capricorn, the ruby. Those who live in Capricorn, no trouble shall their brows adorn if they this glowing gem have worn. Well, let's let's yeah, read let's try that again. the ruby. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> All right, get it, honey. Okay, get it. Capricorn, the ruby. <laughs> Those who live in Capricorn, no trouble shall their brows adorn if they this glowing gem have worn, the ruby. Well, you're not going to have any troubles no on trouble your brow if you wear, if no you wear your rubies. That was positive. Yeah. Everything was positive, really, except the Leo one. Like, you're not going to grow old unless you wear an onyx. That's That is a little scary. And actually, the birthstone should be touching the skin if we want to get deep down medieval with it. Oh. It should actually be touching your skin to give you the full effects of the gemstone. Was it often done as like a pendant or a ring? Or a ring. Not? Actually, when I worked in retail, um, we had to make a birthstone ring with chrysoprase. No. Chrysoberyl. Chrysoberyl. Ah! Ah! We had to make a gem, a men's ring with chrysoberyl where the, the stone was actually touching the man's um, skin. skin so that he could get all the positive effects from it. Um, but birthstones are supposed to give you good health, protection, prosperity, and luck. Here's my feeling on the whole thing, on the whole birthstone thing. You have countless numbers of birthstones associated with your month, with your sign, with whatever moon is in orbit, with whatever planet. Where would you like? And it's going to bring you happy. Do you have a lucky gemstone, Jonathan? Like, yeah. Do you have a ring that, that makes you happy when you wear it? Most everything I wear makes me happy when I wear it. <laughs> I love I love jewelry. Like lapel pins are definitely my thing. My my man brooch. Your bro brooch, John. <laughs> my man brooch. Uh, so I love my I, I love my brooches, and they make me happy when I wear them. And so I think, but I think same thing with any of the jewelry that I have. And I think that's that's why people wear jewelry is because it makes it happy. It means something to them because it, it's more than just what someone says it is or whatever. I think every gift and every piece that someone wears has special feeling, which makes it lucky in its own way. Yeah. And there's also the family connotation with jewelry too. Like if it was absolutely 
Like your mother's ring and she's since passed away and just having her presence there gives you comfort and strength and maybe also lucky, luckiness. Yeah, for sure. She's always with you, walking with you. And so, heirloom pieces that are yeah. passed down too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Heirloom pieces. So I'm going to get crazy on you for lucky gemstones because you, you told me to research lucky gemstones and of course you get the birthstones and you get the green stones and basically every gemstone is lucky, but there is a, a stone. I won't call it a gem. <laughs> oh no. Here we go. That was worn often for luck back between 1100 AD and about the, up to the 1800s. Yeah. That, um, a lot of people believed were really special and really lucky. And if you had one of these, good things were going to happen. And, Bad things couldn't happen. So, do you know what it is? I don't. <laughs> you got you got me. He got me. It is a bezor. A what? A bezor. A bezor from like Harry Potter. Gesundheit. <laughs> what? So it blew a bezor. my mind. A bezor. So okay. it is a hardened pearl-like clump. <laughs> That forms in the stomach lining of goats, sheeps, llamas, etc., etc. And so, like a hairball, but it's not because it's a hardened clump. So it's calcified. It's calcified, yeah. Calcified, like a calcified hairball. Yeah, but it's not just hair. It's stuff that that the body can't digest, right? Okay. So they used to believe that they were an antidote to poison. In fact, the name Bezor means antidote in Arabic. Hmm. And they used to, people would carve them, put them in little gold mountings, some were quite elaborate to wear around. And one, if you ever got poisoned, you'd have your Bezor with you. So it was like an antidote too. It was also a cure for the plague. I'd rather carry Zircon. <laughs> <laughs> it was also a cure for the plague. Bezor, 17th century hairball. <laughs> he, he just looked up an image. He explains it. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, Bezor, I wasn't that far off by hairball. There's actually, if you Google it and you, you can find a picture, it says Bezor, 17th century hairball, $200 with a picture of what looks like a hardened hairball. So, so it's kind of interesting. So, so yeah, it looks like the Bezor can be a lot of different things in a different yeah, way. Everything from like a, things that look like more of a rock or mm-hmm. a pearl to or things whatever. that look like legit hairballs. Legit hairballs, like which your cat would cough up yeah, under the bed. Yeah, but they're not carving those and wearing those as jewelry. It's mostly no. the ones that look like rocks. <laughs> oh, these are from a porcupine. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah, I mean, even people have them. Even people have them. Huh. So anyway. Who knew? So they Bezor. have to wait for the animal to decompose. And then oh, they- no, I think it was mostly because they were talking goats, sheep, that kind of thing. So when they were preparing them for a meal, they'd find them in the stomach of these said animals, and they were good luck. So if you found one, it was really good luck, and then you'd make it into jewelry, wear it around, 
You couldn't get poison. You couldn't get the plague. Now, also, scorpion bites. Here's a little thing. They were healed the best when a bezoar was carved with a scorpion during the time of year when the constellation Scorpio was in ascendancy. There you go. So you gotta, to fight the scorpion venom, carve a bezoar with a scorpion during the time of the Scorpio. <laughs> in November. In November. <laughs> Late October, November. You're just grossed out by this beeswear thing. Yes, Look at your face. face. I just thought it was a gemstone we're one probably never going to talk about again because Jonathan's freaking out. <laughs> well, this picture is intense. I Yeah. If you want to go down a wormhole, go down the beeswear wormhole because I've been down it. So anyway, you want some luck and you want to be safe from poison, get yourself a beeswear pendant. Sweet. Sweet. They're affordable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just start cutting up some animals and you might find one. Oh, gosh. So I thought we about? could end our Luck of the Irish episode or Luck of the Gem episode with the most famous stone in all of Ireland. The, do you know the most famous stone in all of Ireland? I don't. It's the Blarney Stone. The Blarney. Yeah. What is a Blarney Stone? Well, it is just the Blarney Stone. It's limestone. Oh. It's a limestone. Okay. It was built into a castle, Barney Castle, in 1446. And, allegedly, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you will receive the gift of gab. You can just chat, chat, chat away. <laughs> do people do this on purpose? Oh my gosh, yes. So, and actually, is there just one Blarney there's Stone? There's just one Blarney yeah. Stone. Oh, it's in the castle. It's, it is. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Blarney Castle, Blarney, mm-hmm. on Cork of Ireland. In Cork County. In Cork County, Ireland. Okay. Where is the Blarney Stone? Is it like in a special room? Or no, like it is like on one of the... cornerstone? No, it's very... Like into the Barney, Blarney Castle. Yeah. Okay. So it's up very high. So how do you kiss it? it, it they was, have a ladder? Or? No, so it was treacherous. You'd have to lean over like this exposed... You could fall down... Now they have, now they have special, but what you'd have, to, what you used to have to do is someone would hold your feet, hold okay. your legs, and you'd go down backwards <gasps> over the edge and to kiss the stone that was behind you. Oh, that's scary. At your own peril. Oh, this guy's doing yeah, it. Yeah, just for the gift of gab. Just for the gift of gab. I had to save that picture. Anyway, so may the luck of the Irish be with you. Okay. You would need the luck of the Irish not to fall through the chasm between the floor and the Blarney Stone. Oh, the old school pictures are kind of cool, too. The old school pictures are terrifying. Oh, that's scary. So it's not jewelry, but it is probably Ireland's most famous stone. So thank you for spending some time with us today and listening to... I mean, maybe you found a new lucky gemstone for you. I did today with Peridot. For sure. And you did with Ruby. With Ruby. And we could all use a bezoar in our life. Of course. So Jonathan and I, maybe Tucson next year. Next year? They might have bezoars at Tucson. They might. If you can find it in Tucson, you can find it. I mean, it's... If you can find it, you can find it in Tucson. It's going to be in Tucson. Sure. Maybe it'll have a scorpion carved on it, just in case. (laughs) 
Anyway, now we're we're getting silly. Thanks for listening. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can always follow us at Parlay Gems on Instagram or Facebook. Bye, everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Bye-bye.